Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Happy Memorial Day to you. Hopefully, you and your family are appreciating being in the land of the free, the home of the brave. As usual, we come to you each and every day. Right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We can now be retrieved by way of Spotify at The Mike Prince Show. The 24-hour dial-in message line is 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we'll jump right into today's episode. Today's episode made possible by attorney Lee Van Richardson located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can give them a call, not today, but Tuesday morning for sure at 979-826-8008. We also want to give you an opportunity to register for the Prairie View A&M University National Alumni Association Golf Tournament, which is scheduled for June 26th. You can actually call 936-857-5817 to register your team, support a whole, or become a corporate sponsor. This event will be held in Cypress, Texas on June 26th. Once again, that number, 936-857-5817. One seven. Well, we'll get you up to speed. We have a very good interview for you on today. We'll be hearing from Auburn Donaldson. He is a representative for the American Softball Association. We know that Larissa Hernandez and Destiny Williams have been declared eligible for the draft in this league that is scheduled to start June the 14th in Alabama. Very interesting conversation with Mr. Donaldson on that. And of course, we'll keep you posted on the development of Larissa Yaya Hernandez and Destiny Williams as they venture over into the professional ranks of softball. We had a minor setback for what was going to be the HBCU College World Series between North Carolina A&T representing the MEAC and Southern University representing the SWAC. That game was canceled because of a variation of things. However, the Jaguars were able to get together with the Rattlers who actually won the tournament for the MEAC. They met in Tallahassee and Southern University was able to take the doubleheader by the scores of 9-2 to and 9-7. to There are unofficial scores, but... It is what it is. Southern continues to roll. These games will not show up on their overall win or loss record, but they did compete against one another, and Southern comes out on top. So Southern will actually be awaiting today to see where they'll open up with their regionals. They've been projected to be all over the place. Vanderbilt, who just came with an unbelievable come-from-behind win, could be the host. They're also talking about Mississippi State and obviously Louisiana State. So we will see exactly where Carrick Jackson 
and the Jags will end up to start regional play. We'll keep you posted right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network as we try to with all HBCU sports throughout the gamut. We are going to take a quick pause for the calls and we'll go right into the rest of today's show. You listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network and the Mike Prince Show on this Memorial Day weekend extension. This broadcast is being made possible by the support of the Prairie View Athletic Club. The Prairie View Athletic Club is a proud supporter of Prairie View A&M University Athletics. For more information on becoming a member of the Prairie View Athletic Club, send your email to pvathletic.club at gmail.com. That email address again is pvathletic.club at gmail.com. Prairie View Athletic Club, a proud supporter of Prairie View A&M University Athletics. Hello, TV Nation. It's Kimberly Runnels, your National Alumni Association president. Just wanting to invite everyone, alumni and friends, to our 45th annual National Alumni Convention held at the Houston Sea Place Marriott in Spring, Texas. The date, July 25th through the 27th, 2019. Don't miss it. Fellowship with other alumni. We have a networking seminar occurring, and of course, the Athletic Summit returns as well. Soon, registration information will be available. So don't miss three fabulous days at the Houston City Place Marriott in Spring, Texas. Are you looking for an affordable way to increase your business? Let the Open Mic Broadcast Network lead the way. For a customized, affordable ad campaign, call 832-213-8824. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show. Of course, we come to you each and every day covering the world of HBCU sports in particular. Today, we have an exception to the rule. We're going to hear from the American Softball Association representative, and that is none other than Mr. Auburn Donaldson. How you doing today, my friend? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Mr. Prince. Enjoying a beautiful day out here. You're enjoying a beautiful day. Well, look, um, we have a vested interest in particular with your league. Bring us up to speed on, A, how long this league has been in operation, and just some pointed information on more of the American Softball Association. Right. Okay, so uh, the American Softball Association, uh, we are going into the second year of professional softball. Um, last year was year one. We had fifty-six. We had a hundred players, hundred plus players registered for the twenty eighteen draft, and we had a great year one. Um, it was a very, it was a very uh, year one experience, and you know it's a great thing to know that um, we're back for year two, and we've got nowhere but up to go. We've got we're closing in on around one hundred and twenty players registered for the draft. Uh, for the 2019 draft here in Mobile, Alabama. There's a lot of really awesome, talented players uh, that are in the draft for the 2019 uh, season. So there's going to be four teams again this year. Got some awesome coaches lined up. June 5th is the draft. And they're going to have some tough decisions because there are so many amazingly talented softball players in the country that are registered for the American Softball Association 2019 draft. 
So to get us more up to speed about this, uh, to be eligible for the draft, what are the prerequisites? Do you have to be a high school graduate, a college graduate? What are some of the prerequisites in order to qualify for this draft? Right, right. So our average player, they have all competed high school. They've all finished up their collegiate eligibility as well. So most of our players have already finished their collegiate eligibility. We're looking to build with the NCAA. So we're not a structure that's capable of pulling a freshman or a sophomore out of their collegiate education. So we like to try and get uh, players that have already finished their collegiate education and are looking to build a new foundation for professional softball and sustainability in professional softball. We're speaking right now with Auburn Donaldson, uh, associate member of the American Softball Association. And you just made hint and reference, so I'll ask this next question. Uh, I am assuming that you're based out of Alabama? Uh, well, it's actually Mobile, Alabama. Um, we're down here next to the beach. We're along the Gulf Coast. We play right here um, in the backyard of the beautiful University of South Alabama. And we're, this is really like the little small softball country that uh, people really, they probably haven't heard of Mobile, but... Very soon they will because this softball league is going to, you know, build with this amazing community that, is, that, that, that rallies around the game of softball. Okay, very good, very good. Now, the four teams, there's some unique names there, and I'll let you go through those names. Uh, are they all based in Alabama? So, um, the first organization, Mobile, USA, um, that is a community organization solely based out of here, right here in Mobile, Alabama. Um, and they are working to create a positive spin um, to anything and everything that's positive coming from the city of Mobile. E- the E1 Prospects Organization, that is a softball organization that is, they're out of Arizona. They've got, the guy's got a massive softball organization. The next one is the Performance Lab. And they're here in Mobile, Alabama, and they are basically, they've got the top-of-the-line facilities to help baseball and softball players. Uh, They've got a multi-million dollar facility, and it's probably the best here along the coast. And the last team is the field, which they are out of Saraland, Alabama, and they are also a baseball-softball facility so we're looking to, the four teams are very, very, very softball-centric. So those are the types of companies, the type of individuals, and the type of uh, ventures that we are looking to be friends with and build with and network with and grow this amazing game of softball for everyone, for the, for the, for the little kids that are still playing. And, you know, we've got camps going. So, yeah, the teams are, are going to be really awesome this summer going to be a great time we're definitely looking forward to it now we do understand that the uh, season starts june 15th and it runs i'm assuming through august through the end of july uh, july 31st will be the end game and opening night is set for june 14th um, that's a friday night at satsuma high school and another quick little thing about the league is uh the way that it's structured is the league is built on a revenue sharing system so every dollar that comes into the facility, uh, whether it be the facility, the, the, the live 
infrastructure that's in place or whether that be the ASBA network, which you can register for if you're a fan. Every dollar that enters into the network or the live game is being split with the players 50-50. So that is their, that is, that is everyone. We're, it's basically an all-hands-on-deck project. So uh, we lean on the players to just as much as they lean on the league. And without them, we don't have a league. And, you know, that's why it's, uh, it's, it's every dollar is being split with the players because it's, it's a player's league and not, a, and, and not run by the front office. It's run by the players. Okay, very good. Very informative on that. And with that being said, it's going to lead me to this next question. Is there a base salary per player, or is it basically going to be solely on gate sales and whatever association projects you have? You know, last year, year one, you know, it was, it was really difficult to forecast what exactly we were going to be able to do um, in terms of real revenue for the players. But it was an amazing thing that that little baby structure that was created last year generated, I think we tallied it up where I, I, I want to say we were somewhere around $90,000 that that year one structure generated. And within those three months of the league, we were able to pay the entire player body. The American Football Association was able to pay the entire player body around $12,000 between the 56 players. So, you know, the way that the, there's, there's player performance bonuses, so um, the average player, you know, we're not, we're not asking girls to come down here and think that they're going to make a ton of money. You know, year one, I think our top player made $500, a little over 500 and our average player made a little over 200 But nobody knew about it. You know, the only people that knew about the league were the host families that were helping us and the immediate players and the players' families that helped us. Where this year, we're coming back around. We were able to sponsor all the local parks in the area. We've got iHeartRadio pumping for us. We've got other, we've got a, a few other local radio stations that are going to be helping get the word out. So this year, we have a real chance during the draft to uh, capitalize on the amount of uh, awareness that's being created um, between all the things that between all the good things that the ASBA has been doing in the community. Very good, very good. You got to have a plan. You got to start somewhere. And that's the exciting part about being at ground zero on a project such as this. We're speaking right now with Auburn Donaldson of the American Softball Association. Now, as you said, this is a fairly new project. You guys are somewhat considered the minor league system of the professional softball league, correct? Yeah, I guess you could you could kind of say it that way, just solely based on the structure that's in place. Because we're not we're not guaranteeing players, you know, the glitz and the glamour of what say professional baseball would be. You know, professional baseball that that structure has been around in place for a really really long time and has generated real revenue to be able to look what it looks like today. In the world of softball, there's just not the the opportunity lacks, and that's where this league, because it's so bare bones structure. You know, we don't we don't travel. We don't have we don't have teams all over the country because the structure hasn't generated enough revenue to be able to have teams in different cities yet. We it just doesn't work like that. So what the ASBA has done is they've they've taken out all of the glitz and the glamour 
and broke this thing down to the very bare bones skeleton structure in terms of business. So the team, the four teams, their their home field, they all share a home field. They don't have any travel, so the league doesn't have travel expenses. Whereas, you know, you look at another league, they're traveling, you know, four different cities. That's a lot of money that you have to literally have on deck to be able to travel these players to and from. We're not promising that for the players. We're saying, hey, let's start with this little structure here. Four teams running out of one building. Let's build the revenue to to grow out of this little building that we're playing in. And now we've created something that can really grow and be sustainable and allow the players to generate that entertainment, generate that value, and create that, that sense of hope for a little kid wanting to say, hey, I want to play professional softball. And I want a real opportunity where the ASBA, if we survive, we, we're going to survive again in year two, where in year three, we're going to come back and at least have six teams. And if it goes really well, we'll have eight teams down here, and they'll be running out of two different locations, four teams, eight teams in two different locations. And now you've got a structure that says year four, year five, we could have 12 teams right here along the Gulf Coast and real revenue to be able to pay all the players that are registering for the draft. Very good, very good. And as I mentioned, it is all about starting somewhere, and you definitely have, your, as you say, your teeth into the very fiber and the essence of this project. We're speaking again with Auburn Donaldson of the American Softball Association. The second year of this uh, unique softball professional league right now. Now, part of your mission statement and your your plan of action is to have 20 teams. Is there a target date of when you're projecting to try to have those 20 teams in place? Wow. Um, man, 20 teams. I would really, 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 really like to see 20 teams in this league in, in a matter of, oh, I mean, can we do it in five, ten years? Had five, ten seasons. I mean, in reality, that's a pretty short amount of times to have 20 teams. But I believe with the structure that's in place for the American Softball Association and the amount of opportunities that it can rapidly create, I think that we have the um, equation in place that says as we continue to build this awareness, build the network and the professional uh awareness of these athletes and the entertainment part of it, I think we realistically will be able to accommodate 20 teams in this league along the Gulf Coast and spread out throughout the Gulf Coast and have five pods where four teams are running out of those pods. So now you've got a pod, you've got four teams working in Mobile, Alabama, you've got four teams working in Biloxi, Mississippi, you got four teams working in New Orleans. You got four teams working in Pensacola, and you got four teams working in somewhere in, say, Texas. Now you've got 20 teams that are literally operating in their in their place, not traveling, but just building revenue. And those players, those players are still getting split, no matter which pod, which section you're at. And next thing you know, you've created a north, south, east, and a west division right here along the span of you know, for a four-hour drive, you could be hitting 20 teams. So I really do believe that there's a, a real viable plan in place that uh, says we could very easily accommodate 20 teams. And 
as we continue to grow the awareness, I really, really do believe that we could make 20 teams happen within oh, five perfect seasons, 10, like, no, without, without a doubt. Sounds like a perfect plan, sir. Now, I heard you make mention of working with local radio and getting your word out. I'm assuming that you're going to be able to listen to ASBA broadcasts throughout the summer by way of some of these local radio stations and their streaming abilities? Yes, sir. Uh, I can definitely I'll, I can follow up with you and get that information to you on what it is exactly how to follow them and where what page like how to get there that I can get I can send that information over to you yeah I think that you know we're it's definitely going to be because the more uh streams that we have the more channels that we have covering the league is going to be better because there's going to be tons of people trying to find information about you know what's happening and keep up with the league so that's what we're going to try and do better at this year is you know, create more ways for listeners and people that aren't directly in the community to be able to tune in and stay up to date, you know, whether that be through, you know, signing up for the ASBA network or, you know, keeping up with one of the local radio stations, which I'll get that information over to you. Okay. Well, sounds very good, sir. We want to thank you very much for uh, making yourself available. This is Brother Auburn Donaldson. And as customary here, on the Mike Prince Show, we want to give our guests some final thoughts and comments. And, sir, the floor is now yours. Yeah, no, um, Mike, I definitely thank you so much for having me on the show today. You know, we are we're very excited to be going into year two with a lot of momentum. We're so proud to have representatives from the HBCUs uh, in our draft. Last year we had several that played extremely well, competed with the best of the best, which says HBCU talent and competition is just as good as any other Division One program out there. I love the fact that, you know, that you are covering this, and we love that we have awesome representation from the HBCUs, and we want to continue that. I give my best, the, the best of luck to everyone that's in the draft this summer, and, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of stories to tell us plenty of players to follow up with and hopefully some of the HBCU girls will get picked up and you know be able to reach back out and have another conversation here in a couple weeks sounds very good my friend thank you so much for your time and sharing and help enlighten our listeners here at the open mic broadcast network he is Auburn Donaldson of the American Softball Association I am the radio guy Mike Prince our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. And don't forget our website, obnradio.com. Until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.